You're listening to Comedy Central. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Well, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Daily Social Distancing Show. I'm Trevor Noah, as always. And today is officially day 43 of us staying inside the house to try and prevent the spread of coronavirus. And here's a really cool quarantine tip of the day. If you have Q-tips and a little bit of tape, you can give yourself a coronavirus test at home. It's really easy, I think. Like, all you do is you tape them together and then, hold on a second, if you hold the one end, okay, never mind, Uh, don't do that. Anyway, on tonight's episode, the big problem with government small business loans, Michael Costa takes us on a magical journey through his apartment, and Mike Pence finds another form of protection he doesn't agree with. Welcome to the Daily Social Distancing Show. From Trevor's couch in New York City to your couch somewhere in the world, this is the Daily Social Distancing Show with Trevor Noah. Ears edition. You know, every day, we're bombarded with so much negative news about coronavirus that we can forget that there is still some sunshine out there. And all we need to do is look. So let's kick off the show with our ray of sunshine. All right, first up, there's some promising news in the search for a vaccine. Oxford University has announced that thanks to a head start that they got from their years of research on the MERS virus, their COVID-19 vaccine is already showing positive results and could be available as early as September. And guys, can I tell you something? I am so excited to get a vaccine. Like as soon as I get a vaccine, the first thing I'm gonna do is make plans with all of my friends that I have no intention of keeping. We have to do something, man. It's been too long, we gotta catch up. Are we doing this thing or not? Well, you know, I'm always, I'm already in. I've been in. <laughs> okay, I'll see you there. And then I send a last minute text saying I can't make it. I switch off my phone and I stay at home. Oh. I can't wait for the vaccine. Before you join me in my excitement, there's something you should know. So far, the vaccine has only worked on monkeys. And honestly, I don't know how to feel about that because it's our virus, but now we're testing it on them? Like, how would we feel if monkeys tested diseases on us like they did with AIDS? Here's something no one's thought of. If we test the vaccine on monkeys, monkeys could become immune to coronavirus before us. 
Yeah, then they get to get haircuts and go bowling. And the next thing you know, Planet of the Apes. But anyway, congratulations to Oxford University on their potential vaccine breakthrough. Oh, and congratulations to the University of Phoenix for their discovery that you have to peel an orange before you eat it. (laughs) Keep studying, guys. In other news, every day we have to deal with the horrible consequences of this pandemic. It's taken away our freedom. It's taken away our social lives. And now it's even taken away people's pants. CVS and UPS say initially the final leg of prescriptions journeys will be done by ground carriers, so people won't be getting their medication dropped out of the sky into their mailbox just yet. But the companies do say they will scale up the program if it is successful, guys. Very cool. We love it, Will. Thank you. Okay. If I wanted to get my news from a guy not wearing pants, I'd just go on the subway. And you know what? Props to the other anchors for playing it cool. Although it would have been great if when they came back to the studio, one of those anchors was just like, thank you so much for that, William. I kind of expected that report to be a little longer. But this just goes to show that people are getting too comfortable working from home. Just because you're at home doesn't mean you're not at work, people. And I'll be honest, I'm a little guilty of this myself, which I'm sure some of you noticed if you paid attention to last night's show. Donald Trump, you look like an idiot. Have some self-respect. All right, and finally, If you're sick of all the news being only about coronavirus and wish we all had something else to talk about, well, good news, your wish just came true. If everything going on right now wasn't odd enough for you, take a look at this. The Pentagon (laughs) releasing these videos of what they are calling unidentified aerial phenomena. They were filmed by some Navy pilots for the last two decades. And the Pentagon says that these videos are being released now to, quote, clear up any misconceptions after they were previously leaked, but that the objects remain unidentified. Okay, first of all, no. Second of all, hell no. How's the Pentagon gonna choose now to tell us that there might be aliens just flying around? We got so much shit on our plate right now. Coronavirus is happening. I gotta watch The Last Dance. Apparently I'm expected to wash both hands now and your thumbs, thumbs. And let's be honest, if aliens arrived now, that would totally suck because they'd land in the middle of Times Square and just be like, we're here to share our technology and all the secrets Oh, I guess this planet is deserted. Well, let's go home. (laughs) Haha, that monkey has a cool haircut. Now, because the Pentagon has said there might be aliens, some people are trying to come up with theories as to why they might be here. Some people think they wanna kill us. Some think they wanna save us, but we don't know. We don't know anything. What if the aliens get here and they're just like, greetings humans. We do not need anything on this planet. We just came back to fetch our pet dodos. Your pet dodos? Yes, the dodos. Those were our pets, so precious to us. Ah, ah. Can we give you chickens instead? Why would we want chickens? Uh, we we might've killed all the dodos. Who would kill a dodo? Yeah, that we don't even know why. We just, we just, we just killed them. I assume you've seen John Wick, so you know how this has to go. All right, that's it for Ray of Sunshine. Let's jump into some headlines. Let's kick the headlines off with news out of Sweden. It's the Canada of Europe. And unlike most countries in the world, Sweden decided against a mandatory shutdown. And instead, they just told their citizens to be responsible and keep their distance. Now, it appears that there have been upsides and downsides to this approach. On the downside, Sweden has experienced almost triple the deaths of its neighboring countries who did impose lockdowns. But on the upside, the Swedish ambassador has now said that Stockholm could achieve herd immunity by May. Yeah, 
And herd immunity is when so many people have immunity that the disease can't spread as easily anymore. It's sort of like when so many of your friends have watched a bad TV show that it spares you from having to feel the pain for yourself. And if Sweden achieves herd immunity, I'm really gonna be happy for them. Although I will be honest, it always makes me nervous to hear people referred to as a herd, because nothing good ever happens to a herd. It's usually, get that herd into the slaughterhouse. It's never, I have a bunch of Amazon gift cards for that herd. So Sweden's plan is sure to set off a big philosophical debate. Should countries get slammed by coronavirus quickly and then get it over with? Or should they try to spread out the pain over a longer period of time? In other words, is it better to be punched once by Mike Tyson or punched 5,000 times by Michael Sarah? Either way, a guy with a funny voice is hitting you. And look, I hope Sweden is right and every other country is wrong. Because if they are right, then we can end the lockdown and finally get back to our normal lives. You know, like going out to dinner with our friends and get, ah, I forgot. Oh, I have a thing that night. Sorry guys, I gotta cancel. But let's move on. Because while Sweden is experimenting with its unconventional strategy, we're learning more about President Trump's unconventional strategy of completely ignoring the pandemic as it was brewing. Breaking overnight, the Washington Post reports US intelligence officials warned President Trump about the coronavirus threat in at least 12 classified briefings back in January and February. But the Post reports the president, quote, failed to register the threat. Yes, it's being reported that Trump ignored 12 coronavirus warnings in his daily intelligence briefings. And honestly, I'm, I'm not surprised. I mean, if they gave him the information in a briefing, of course he's not gonna get it. Because if you really want the president to pay attention, you've gotta make that information kid-friendly. Then it sinks in. So what you're saying is the sick duck got all the other duckies sick, and now that duck has to sit by itself. I get it, sad duck. All right, and finally, because Trump has turned every press briefing into a Joe Biden campaign ad, you could be forgiven for not remembering that Mike Pence Vice President and man from the crosswalk symbol is technically in charge of the coronavirus task team. And yesterday, when he was asked why America just got to the testing levels he promised all the way back in early March, Pence had a pretty unconvincing answer. Mr. Vice President, back in early March, you said we'd be at four million tests by the following week. We're just now got there in the last few days. So what have you learned about what went wrong uh, you know, a month and a half or over the last month and a half. Well, I appreciate the question, but it represents uh, a misunderstanding uh, on your part and, uh, and frankly, the, a lot of people in the public's part about the difference between having a test versus the ability to actually process the test. So, so when you said four million tests seven weeks ago, you were just talking about tests being sent out, not actually being, being completed. I'm, I'm a little confused. John, I, I think they're precisely correct. Ah, I see what Mike Pence is saying. You're supposed to just have the tests, not use them, you know, like a penis. Like, what kind of excuse is that? Mike Pence sounds like some kind of weird, shitty dad. I promised you kids that we could go to Disneyland, not go inside Disneyland. Now wave to Goofy through the bars. Come on, wave at him, wave. Oh, and in other Mike Pence news, today, the vice president toured the famous Mayo Clinic to meet with coronavirus patients and doctors. And it turns out he didn't wear a mask. Yes, at the Mayo Clinic, which is totally against the rules. In fact, it seems like they told him to, and he said he didn't want to wear a mask. So I guess he was just like, it's okay, everybody. 
I don't believe in science. And dude, come on, what are you doing? Wear a mask. We know you have one at home. We know what you've got, Mike. All right, that's it for the headlines. Let's get into the big story. Last month, Congress passed the Paycheck Protection Program, which set aside $342 billion to help small businesses through the pandemic shutdown. Now, before most small businesses could get any help, that money disappeared faster than Rudy Giuliani and direct sunlight. And because of this, Congress has had to come back with a second round of funding with 310 additional billion dollars. But when it came time to hand it out yesterday, things got off to another rocky start. This morning, millions of small businesses are still waiting for relief. As delays, technical glitches, and overwhelming demand caused the Small Business Administration's portal to crash within minutes of relaunching the new loan funding program. The SBA revealing twice as many people tried to access the program on Monday than at any time during the first round of loans. Many lenders reported not being able to file applications for clients because the computer system kept crashing. God damn it, man. How come it seems like every time the government builds a website, it crashes immediately? Like, I've never had this problem with my website, picklesandsocks.com. And don't tell me it's because nobody wants to see photos of pickles wearing socks. It's adorable. I mean, look at that. Look at that. He's not supposed to be wearing that sock because he's a pickle. (laughs) It's so funny. Now, look, computer errors can be fixed. Right? They probably just need to turn it off and turn it back on again. That never works. But there's a bigger problem with the PPP. It turns out that one reason small businesses haven't been able to get their money is because all the big businesses have been snapping it up. We've learned that in round one of the PPP, a whopping $870 million went to publicly traded companies. At least 75 companies that were helped are so big that they're publicly traded and some had market values greater than $100 million. Some of the nation's largest restaurant chains are facing backlash. Shake Shack returning $10 million it received after public outcry. The Los Angeles Lakers organization is the latest not-so-small business to return a government loan. The team received more than $4.5 million in the first round of loans. Lakers are one of the NBA's most profitable franchises, worth more than $4 billion. Yeah. It turns out the companies who are getting a lot of the small business loan money are small in the same way that Joe Exotic is chill. I'll tell you about Carol Baskin. Let me tell you about, and how come I can't say the N word? Even the Los Angeles Lakers got some of that small business money. And I don't care what anybody says. The Lakers do not need $4 million, all right? The Knicks need $4 million to bribe their fans to act like they don't see what's going on. Now, it is important to remember that although what these big companies did was shitty, it wasn't illegal, right? They saw a chance, a chance to get money, and they took it, which is what companies are always gonna do. Companies going company, (laughs) y'all. You know how we all say that? No, we don't. My question is, why didn't the government come up with regulations to make sure that the money for small businesses actually went to small businesses? It's like if you put down a bowl of food for a small dog, you have to get the big dog out of the room. Everyone knows that. Right? If you just ask the big dog not to eat the food, the dog's gonna be like, oh yeah, I'll think about it, but I think better when I'm full. So let me just eat some of the food and then I'll let you know. So you see, instead of keeping the big dogs out, the treasury department just left the whole thing up to the banks. And then the banks did what the banks do, which is screw over the little guys. 
Four major banks are already facing a lawsuit alleging they prioritized bigger customers because those PPP loans yielded bigger fees for the banks. The program allows banks to prioritize existing customers, particularly those with large credit lines, over small businesses or new applicants. Nearly 8,500 of J.P. Morgan's private and commercial bank customers who applied were assisted by what some called a concierge banking service. If you have 20 million dollars and you go to a large bank the way that they're going to get your account is with white glove service that your corner shop just is not going to have and that means that you don't wait on hold um, you don't go through a web portal that doesn't work you call someone up who picks up the phone and scoots you to the front of the line yeah you can't leave the loan decisions up to the banks you can't let them take government's money and then decide who it goes to because unlike a government a bank is a business. It's always gonna take care of its top customers first. So big companies weren't waiting in line to get loans. They had direct access to the cash. It's the same way Ivanka has direct access to Trump while Eric has to call and set up an appointment. By the way, Eric, they're always busy. They will always be busy. So that's what went wrong with the first round of small business loans. And hopefully, hopefully the Treasury Department's new rules for the second round of money will ensure that the loans go to the companies that actually need it the most. But there's another big aspect to the story that a lot of people are overlooking. Many small businesses in America are owned by women and black people. And you know what many black-owned and women-owned businesses don't have? Pre-existing relationships with banks. So if the banks didn't know you before coronavirus, you're definitely not gonna be on their radar now which is why experts fear that up to 90% of women and minority-owned businesses could be shut out of the loan program. Now, I don't know how you fix this program overnight, but if you're a woman or a minority who owns a small business, I suggest you start practicing your jump shot because that might be the only way you get some of this government cash. After this short break, Michael Costa will give us a grand tour of his apartment. So stick around, we'll be right back. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Daily Social Distancing Show. You know, just because we are stuck in our homes doesn't mean that we can't enjoy traveling. We just have to redefine what traveling is. And that's exactly what Michael Costa did. Hi, I'm Michael Costa. Before the coronavirus, I had convinced Trevor to allow me to host a travel show through the Italian wine region. It was the perfect scheme to allow me to go balls deep into a sea of Merlot. But then we all went to shit. So now I'm stuck taking you on a journey through my apartment. Welcome to Street Apartment Alarm Code 7978. Come on. My apartment is a beautiful land of two bedrooms and one bathroom, world-renowned for its natural light, its high ceilings, and its access to nearby parks, which I can no longer visit. It was colonized in 2017, after I was evicted from my previous homeland for, according to my parents, being 36. But despite their ageism, I have moved on and now enjoy this apartment immensely, especially its culinary delights. Here, in the centrally located kitchen, there are over three cereals to choose from, including oat bran for when locals here are feeling a little irregular. When you're in the kitchen, sample the national drink of my apartment, home-brewed kombucha, which locals praise as not as disgusting as it looks. In the middle of this bustling marketplace is an ancient heating device. A word of caution to visitors, though. Keep away unless you really know what you're doing. Who left this thing off? While you're here, be sure to visit the Michael Costa Museum of Art and Minor Accomplishments. Located on a neoclassical IKEA dresser, it holds my many prized treasures, like this autograph Regis Philbin Christmas CD. And behold the crown jewel of the collection, a rare golden Emmy. Although relentless critics like my wife point out that it's a regional Emmy, but that's fine. She can tear down others so she feels better. Even though it looks and weighs exactly the same as a real Emmy, six pounds, 12 ounces, but who's counting? Anyway, this apartment is also home to a world-class wildlife preserve. Arrange your guided tour to take in these amazing animals, like this exotic North American Havanese mini schnauzer rescue mix. Here we have the pipe room. If you're a fan of pipes, you gotta check it out. It, anytime you need to get to the pipes, you go here. I don't, I don't know what any of this stuff does. Let's move on. Here, we have a window where 
Why are those kids playing outside? Hey kids, it's a global pandemic. Jesus Christ, anybody enforce the rules anymore? When can I go outside? What day is it? Is there such thing as time? Have I ever truly been alive? Who am I? Should I give myself what to see? Did I leave the stove on? Is it my dog? Is my dog my master? My master? My master? Well, I hope you enjoy the strange and wonderful land that is Michael Costa. Join me next week as we'll be exploring the bizarre sights, sounds, and odors of my building's hallway. Until then, I'm Michael Costa. Bonne viage! Thanks for that, Costa. When we come back, my guest will be Illinois Senator Tammy Duckworth. So stick around. Defeat the corona virus, the coronavirus, surgical gowns, surgical gowns. We have no contingency, you know, contingency plan. Administer convalescent plasma and cephahide. So that's 1,870,000 million tests. To use the Defense Protection Act and the Defense Production Act, hydroxy, chloroquine, and hydro, hydroxychloroquine. Remdesivir, I thank them for their unwaving and unwavering devotion, men's pride and the selflessness. The bravery of our truck drivers transfusing it into six patients, six patients very, very, very powerfully. So sick patients, I am confident that by counting and continuing. Take an action to dispend and suspend. The internet, the internet made it so big. I'll show you some of the latest. Just the data to the highest level of activists. I mean, if you if you take a look at Pierre No Ricard since 1917, which was the Spanish flu. 1917, the pandemic, like nobody's seen since 1917. Opening up America, and we add the word again. I think we can add the word probably again. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Daily Social Distancing Show. Earlier today, I got the chance to speak to Illinois Senator Tammy Duckworth, who serves on a bipartisan task force on reopening the economy. Check it out. Senator Duckworth, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on the Daily Social Distancing Show. (laughs) It's good to be on from afar. Yeah, from very far. Um, Let's talk about um, the interesting world that you are a part of right now. As, As a senator, you are part of some of the biggest decisions that America needs to make during this crucial time. Um, You have to make those decisions by voting. I'm confused right now as to whether senators are coming back into session or not coming into session because it seems like there's a lot of contradictory information. I, 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 do you know what you're doing yet? We do not know what we're doing yet. I will tell you that we can pass this legislation by unanimous consent. That's how we passed um, the latest bill that just passed last week. Um, uh, as long as it's a bipartisan compromise and we all agree on it, we can actually pass it with unanimous consent. Nobody is objecting. It can actually pass without senators physically being in the room. We are on calls all day negotiating. I was on four Zoom calls already today, only one of which was a preschool class of my five-year-old. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we're active, actively working every day. Uh, but the legislation doesn't actually physically require us to be there um, unless somebody objects and says we want people to physically cast a vote. Right. Is there any reason anyone would have to want people to physically cast a vote during this time? I mean, it feels like an unnecessary risk for so many senators and their staff to be coming to D.C. to cast votes that they can be doing digitally in, in video form. Right. Well, the votes can be done unanimously. So we have a couple of senators, you know, that the senators from uh, Virginia, Maryland can go on the floor and can certainly, uh, you know, but, but actually Mitch McConnell can present um, the vote by unanimous consent. No one is there. No one objects. And then it just passes, which is what happened with COVID 3.5. Um, we don't physically need to be there. It's really, I think, mm-hmm. a dog and pony show that Mitch McConnell's trying to put on by calling everybody back. Um, and that's the best case scenario. The worst case scenario, he's trying to bring us all back to help pass unqualified judges to really stack the courts for this Trump administration. Let's talk a little bit about the bill and its importance. You know, it, it's rare that we see bipartisan anything from America's government these days. Why do you think everyone is behind this bill? And, and what do you think the importance of this bill is? What do you hope it will achieve? Well, there are several things that I wanted to achieve. First, we need to get money to the hospitals. All these hospitals, these first responders, the folks on the front lines need the money to keep operating. I talked yesterday to 38 hospitals in Illinois, uh, rural hospitals, and they're on the verge of collapse. Um, they need the money in order to keep operating and serving their communities. Uh, we need to make sure that we get Uh, money into the system for our small businesses. In Illinois, 95% of our employers are small businesses. They're drowning. And the last bill that we passed, uh, many of the big banks gamed the system um, and actually sent money to large corporations that didn't need it. In this version, um, we we put guardrails around it and we set aside money, $70 billion, that will go to small businesses in particular and small banks. Very important in communities like the South Side of Chicago for minority-owned businesses that desperately need this money just to survive. Um, And then third, we need to make sure that uh, we are able to reopen the economy and keep there to be an economy for us to reopen as we move forward. 
So let's take care of the first responders. Let's make sure there's testing. Let's make sure there's money for um, our small businesses. And that is something I think we can all agree on. Yeah, yeah it really feels like more than ever, um, citizens need the protection that their government can afford them. Because, you know, we're learning so many things about how the coronavirus ad uh, adversely affects communities. Um, you are a senator representing Illinois. Um, Chicago is one of the hardest hit cities in America. And what we've also learned in Chicago is just like in many places in America, it is disproportionately affecting black and brown communities where we're starting to see the adverse effects of the world that they lived in beforehand being exacerbated by coronavirus. Are there any, any laws or any legislation that anyone is proposing that'll try and help those people specifically? Because it feels like a lot of laws get written almost with blinders on, but there comes a point when people say, do we fix the problem or do we act like the problem isn't affecting some in a different way to others? Well, you, you put your finger right on it, Trevor, and it's something I've been working on for a while now. Last year, I started the Environmental Justice Caucus in the Senate because um, the black and brown communities in and around Chicago, for example, are the ones that have disproportionate location of polluting industries. It's where, you know, these black and brown communities are where we put the industries that pollute the air and the environment. We have skyrocketing rates of asthma among African-American kids in Chicago. If you go from uh, the loop in Chicago and you go down 10 L stops, which is what we call a subway, um, the life expectancy dropped 20 years in 10 stops. That's just absolutely unacceptable. So we need to address these issues. Uh, with the COVID-19 right now, um, African-Americans, for example, are 15% of our population in Illinois, but they're 43% of the cases of COVID-19 not just because of where they live and in the higher rates of, of illnesses that they have, but it's lack of access to healthcare and it's the jobs that they're holding. They're the janitors, they're the people working in the nursing homes, they're the people doing the really hard work that keeps our society going. So I'm working on several issues. I've been working on environmental justice to make sure we clean up the, uh, the environment um, in our black and brown communities and we give them the same rates of protection that we do for our more affluent suburbs. Um, and then we also need to make sure that we protect those workers who are on the front lines. We can't forget about the folks who are working the McDonald's drive-thru right now. They need a living wage and we need to support them. Mm -hmm. We can't forget about the janitor who's cleaning the hospitals right now because they need to be protected as well. Right. Um, a group that definitely needs protection right now, not just for themselves, but for the, 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 the health of the economy in America, is small businesses. You know, uh, we've been talking about how this um, loan program was meant to invigorate small businesses and to keep them afloat during the, the, the coronavirus shutdown. But as you said, big businesses um, got the money because banks found a way to game the system. Now, I know the Treasury has uh, put in some guidelines for this next round of funding, but is there, any gonna, is there gonna be any, any um, are there gonna be any ramifications? Like, you know, is anyone going to ask questions about where the money went, who the money went to? Are, are companies that didn't need the money gonna be forced to give the money back? How is that working? Well, I am joining a group of senators in a letter um, requesting exactly that. Where did the money go? Um, uh, how did those people get the money? Was it just because they all had relationships with Wells Fargo and Chase um, or whether uh, it went through small community banks? And then I wanna break it down by industry as well so that we know that the money is going out across the board to lots of different industries so that it's not just one industry that's getting the bulk of the money. And then in the 3.5 bill, we've actually put guidelines around it so that a lot of this money um, would go through small community banks and um, credit unions and the like to those are more likely to lend to small businesses, to mom and pop stores, that sort of thing. And in this next bill, COVID-4 that we're negotiating, we're making sure that we double down on that. And I want to go back and take a look and see how exactly did the Trump administration 
distribute this money because I, I you know, I, I just don't, I, I don't trust the tr- Department of Treasury under the Trump administration very much, unfortunately. I mean, I wish I could, but um, I just worry that they're not doing things where they're favoring small businesses as opposed to large corporations. Let's talk a little bit about um, the coronavirus itself. Um, we hear about task forces. We hear about teams that are working together. At one point, I heard you were part of a team, but I haven't seen you as part of that team. And again, I'm, forgive me, but I don't understand. Are you part of the Corona task force that is deciding when to reopen the economy? Yes, I am part of the uh, task force to reopen the economy. Um, Dick Durbin and I are the two senators from the same state that are on the task force. Um, it was a surprise to me because I wasn't even asked. Um, I'm glad to be on it. Um, I'm going to be pushing hard to make sure that before we, we open the economy in any way, we have enough testing, both for um, whether or not people are positive, but also contact tracing and to make sure that we can uh, open the economy and not have to shut it back down again. How devastating would it be, Trevor, if we just let everybody out and then suddenly we have another wave of, of COVID positives and then we have to shut back down? I think that would be worse for our economy than to move forward in a methodical way. Our task force has only met once. We'd have one phone call for an hour. 45 minutes of that hour was spent with President Trump boasting on how great the testing was going in this country, how he had, we had conducted more tests than any other country and that other countries were calling us, um, asking for us to give them tests, all of which are not true. Um, and when asked how, much, how many tests do we need for the country, the Trump administration had no answers. On a separate call with Vice President Pence, we asked him the same thing. How many, this is a basic math problem. You need to know how many uh, tests there need to, we need to have. For example, Israel tests their frontline healthcare workers every three days. You can do the basic math and figure out how many tests you need. And they don't know, they don't even know how many tests they have or how they're projected to have them. And so it's very frustrating working with this, this administration. It's why I've pushed so hard to um, use the Defense Production Act. And I'm actually writing new language right now to include um, pandemic response in the Defense Production Act for testing supplies and PPE as well. Well, you know, changing gears for a moment before I let you go, you were the senator who made news for being the first senator to bring their child to work with them. And, um, you know, it was inspiring and it was amazing because there you were at work with your child. And now once again, you are at work with your child, but just both at home. And now you're at school with your child. Um, it's been quite a journey for yourself and for your family, being, being the mother of two young kids, what has the hardest part of homeschooling slash spending the full day with them been? Well, the hardest part is really, uh, I want to spend all my time with them. And, and homeschooling, I think, is probably the hardest part. I'm homeschooling my daughter um, every day. Um, and I had great respect for her teachers before and our educators before. But right now, I, I mean, I would kiss her teacher's feet <laughs> because I am, I am blown away by how hard our educators work and, and how tough it is. And so I'm trying to homeschool my daughter. Um, but let me say something, Trevor. I, ha- I have a job. My job is paying me a salary. I cannot imagine what it must be like. You know, I'm, I can't imagine because my dad was in his 50s when he lost his job and my family was on food stamps and, 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 and we didn't have enough to eat. So there are a lot of families right now in this country that are hurting, who need help. Um, and that's what I'm focused on right now. And, and so, yeah, it's tough homeschooling my daughter, but it's no, nowhere near as hard as the janitor who's got to go show up to clean up a hospital who doesn't have the ability to homeschool her child. And now, you know, her salary doesn't make ends meet. And how is she going to get enough food for her family? So that's the family that I'm focused on. My family and I will be fine. I'm just work, worried about the working families out there. Well, Senator Duckworth, thank you so much for your time and uh, good luck with the homeschooling. Thank you. Thank you so much for that, Senator Duckworth. Stick around. The Daily Show will be right back after this.
Well, that's our show for tonight. Before we go, the COVID pandemic has devastated communities around the world. But remember, the International Medical Corps is helping those communities rebuild and recover. And if you are able to, and you would like to help them in their global outreach, please donate whatever you can. And if you'd like to support the response here at home in New York specifically, please donate to the NYC healthcare heroes who are providing care packages to our healthcare workers, hospitals, and temporary medical facilities. Until tomorrow, stay safe out there, wash your hands, and don't forget, lotion can also be used to moisturize the rest of your body. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.